Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about the things in life that we love and hate. And this podcast episode is going to be a little different, but it's still going to be so much fun because we were actually invited to take part in the Bullock Birthday Countdown from Girl Crush Podcast, who is a fellow podcaster. We've followed them kind of since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And we definitely have connected with them. They're awesome. They have like a really fun vibe on their podcast because it's two girls, two best friends. One of them's name is Anne. Yeah, I know. We have actually a lot of similarities. And um, they do a really fun thing where each, they kind of do different seasons and each season they focus on their favorite actress and it's their girl crush, right? So their first season was Jennifer Aniston. Currently, they're focused in their second season on Sandra Bullock. And that's why we got to participate in this Sandra Bullock birthday countdown uh, with them. And it's been really fun and Emily and I've been like talking about it and like I always love girl crush hash like shout out to you guys you guys are amazing um mm-hmm. and so yeah yeah so they invited us to be part of their countdown where I guess Sandra's birthday is later in July um and so they invited a bunch of different podcasters to review all of Sandra's movies so like each podcast will review a different movie and we decided to kind of make an episode out of it too um yeah but we'll have a post going up on our Instagram um this week yeah, and I tried for Gravity because, you know, that's like the only space nerdy movie that Sandra Bullock's really in, but it was already taken. Sad so day. Was, really sad. I was, I was, I was sad. crying about it. I know. Not, I was not. <laughs> Emily's like, which one do you want to do? And I was like, Gravity. And then she's like, it's already taken. And I was like, Ugh, yeah, fine. Yes. So the movie that we actually did get, though, however, is The Blind Side. Yes, which Emily and I both actually had seen before. But we hadn't seen it in a really long time, so it was kind of fun for us to rewatch it again together. Yeah, and I really think I only watched it once, and yeah, it was many, many years ago. So it was kind of, in a way, new. Like, I kind of knew the story, and I had some vague memories of it. But yeah, it was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so on this podcast, we're going to kind of talk about, like, sports movies in general, because it is sort of a sports movie. We'll get into that later. Oh, for sure. But we're also going to do what the Girl Crush podcast does on their episodes, Um, And they rate every movie so that they can, like, at the end say, here's the best Sandra Bullock movie and here's the worst one. Right. So the way that they score each movie that they watch is they have five categories. So they have a plot category where you can get 10 points, acting category, which you can get up to 10 points, character, which you can also get up to 10 points. If it's rewatchable, you can get up to five points. And finally, the boss babe extra category. How much does she kick butt? And you can get up to two (laughs) points in this category. So we're going to talk a little bit about that too, in addition to everything else that we just come out comes out of our mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we thought it'd be fun just to kind of, like we said, this is something that Girl Crush does on their podcast. So we wanted to give it a try. And then we'll kind of wrap it up with our classic, like what we love and hate about sports movies. Mm -hmm. Okay, but before we get into the categories and how we're going to rate everything real quick we'll just give a quick plot summary and emily and i both agreed beforehand that i should do it because <laughs> if you didn't know i'm very bad at summarizing things i'll be like this happened and then something uh, 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 and i'll just like go on for ages yeah and then you'll include details that really aren't important but you think yeah. are important yeah. and then i'll forget the details that actually matter, that matter. yeah <laughs> anyway so. take it away Anne. <laughs> 
Very briefly, The Blind Side is a movie based off a true story about a young man, Michael, who is very athletic. He's kind of a bigger guy and like clearly he's like made to be an athlete, um, but he is was raised in a very poor family, very poor neighborhood. Um, and he just, he doesn't really have family that's caring for him and he doesn't have a place to stay. And uh, he manages to get into a school with kind of the help of one of the coaches and some of the teachers and stuff. And um, once he's in school, like he meets Sandra Bullock's character who basically helps turn his life around. Like they eventually adopt him and they like just kind of help turn his life around so and again it's based off a true story won't spoil the end but Mm -hmm. um but it's like i said very heartwarming um very cute and uh it's just an all-around like really inspiring story yeah so let's get into all the different categories that girl crush podcast rates the movie on so overall ratings okay the first one Overall plot. I mean, it's a it's a true story. So, like, yeah. how can you really rate the plot? <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I can't. I, I feel like I just have to give it a 10. It was a 10. It was, it's good. It's a very heartwarming story. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, there's so much positivity about it. And I, it's based on a true story. How can you not rate it a 10? Yeah. I mean, the only reason that I would rate it a 9 <laughs> <laughs> is because usually, like, movies can get me to cry very easily. And maybe it's because I've already seen it before. Like, I can't remember if I cried the first time I watched it, but I didn't cry. That's a fair point. It's not quite that, like, tearjerker. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely moments where I was like, like, I could have cried if I, like, wanted to or if I, like, I don't know. It was... It was close to crying, but I didn't shed a tear. Is that, though, on the plot or is that on, like, the, the directing acting? and the acting, which kind of mm. leads right into this? It, it was character, right? Like, acting is the second? Yeah, acting is one and character is one. Oh, okay, got it. So, which one are we on first? Whichever you want. Let's just move into acting. Okay. So, first just off, Sandra. Just Sandra. Yeah, we're just focusing on her. First off. I wasn't crazy about the accent, not going to lie. She didn't quite keep it all the way through. Like, it was kind of heavy at the beginning, but then later on, like, I just oh, didn't yeah. think she did the best accent, not going to lie. She was trying to do, like, a southern drawl, but it just she didn't, didn't keep it up. I'm sorry, yeah. Sandra. You yeah, didn't. I think at the beginning and the end is when she, like, had it the most. And anytime that she said anything with a WH, she would be like, what? Yeah, she, like, kind of, she either overemphasized or underemphasized. Like, she was never right in that, like, good middle where it was just, like, oh, that's her accent. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't buy it. I'm sorry. So, I got to give her some neg- negative points there. Um, overall, though, I thought she did a good job. Like, yeah. I think that, yeah, I think um, that she really made me feel things, even though I didn't cry, granted. But just, like, even just a look, like, if she was looking in the other room at Michael, like, studying or whatever, or eating Thanksgiving dinner alone at the table, like, just the look that she gave, I was like, I feel what you're feeling. Like, Yeah, and there were certainly times where she had some, like, funny moments where Emily Emily and I were both laughing at her, and so, yeah, I think overall she did well. I just, I was a little disappointed in the accent. Okay, so, Anne, what would you rate her acting out of 10? Honestly, I probably shouldn't put so much weight on the accent that I'm about to, but it was somewhat distracting. So I'm going to give her an eight. I'm going to give her minus two points for that. Okay. Well, I didn't find that as distracting. So I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. I think if she made me cry, maybe she would have gotten a 10. Oof. Yeah. Sandra. So close, Sandra. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next up is character out of 10 points. 
I think that she had a lot of great one-liners. Yeah. Um, and she was funny. She was caring. She was... She was like, sassy. She was sassy. And oh she my was, gosh. She was definitely like a mama bear at times. Like there mm-hmm. were a couple times where she pulls her mama bear claws out. And um, I like to... I thought she did a good job overall, the character. Like you see her changing and adapting as she gets to learn, like as she gets to know Michael better and as they're like kind of growing together, like she's also changing as much as she's changing him. Mm-hmm. And so I think there was a nice like character development there. So overall, I thought the character was good. I'd give it a 10. Wow. Yeah, I definitely think that she stands up for what she believes in with all the other ladies that she goes to lunch with, with the people that live in Michael's old neighborhood. Yeah, or in the teachers. Mm-hmm. Like, she is willing to stand up and, like, fight for him. And she's not afraid to voice her opinion and speak her mind. Um, but at the same time, like, she does a good job, even though she is definitely opinionated and a strong personality. Mm-hmm. There are clear moments where you see her, like, um, you know, taking a step back and kind of removing herself from the equation. Not only with Michael, but even like with her husband, there's a couple moments where she like, she kind of like has to remove herself a little bit. And uh, I think she did a good job doing that. Yeah, I think I would agree. I would rate her character a 10. Way to go, good Leanne. Job. And again, it, you know, this is a real person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're basically like, you know, it's all based off true story. But in terms of the movie, still a 10. Mm hmm. The next category is watch again. Would you rewatch this movie out of five points? What would you rate? Five. I would watch it again for sure. Wow. Like if like if you went to somebody's house next week for a movie night and they were like, I want to watch The Blind Side, would you be like, oh, I just watched oh, it last week. Point. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a fair point. I might say a four then just for that reason alone. But if it was like even two weeks or like a month from now, then I would. But if it was like tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah. Mm. I just watched it because there are some movies and this is the reason there are movies that I literally will watch a million times over again. I don't care if it's the same day. Literally. Yes. Okay. Quick side story (laughs) that reminded me of in college. So there is this amazing movie called A Cinderella Story with Chad Michael Murray and Hilary Duff. (laughs) Literally, my roommates and I watched the whole movie and then on the DVD in the special features, you could watch the whole movie with the commentary of the actors. We literally watched the whole movie and then we watched it all over again, literally right after we finished with their commentary. It was amazing. (laughs) See, I would do the same thing, but I'm talking like Lord of the Rings or like Howl's Moving Castle. Ew, that's so long. Yeah, but the commentary... If you're talking commentary, there is no better, like, behind the scenes of commentary than on Lord of the Rings. Like, rolling just, my eyes. I was rolling my eyes at a Cinderella story, so, gosh. <laughs> okay, well, listen to my... Commentary? They probably have nothing interesting to say. It's a Cinderella story. Everyone's heard that story a million times. What are they going to add to it? Yeah, I mean, okay, here's here's what I remember. Oh, that little girl's eyes are green and mine are blue. I can't believe they missed that. Like Hilary Duff's character. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> when she was little. I think you are proving... My point. (laughs) It's still good, though. Still quality, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Okay, all of that to say, I'm rating the blind side at a four just because I probably wouldn't watch it, like, same day of. I would probably rate it a 2.5. Wow, kind of low. I would probably watch this movie once a year, even though I'm pretty sure I own it on DVD. (laughs) Okay, um, and then the last category, which you can only rate up to two points is boss babe how much did she kick butt 
Oh, see, this one was hard because literally as we were watching the movie, Emily and I, this one in particular, we were paying closer mm-hmm. attention to. And there were clear times where we were like, oop, minus a boss, like boss babe point or, oh, that definitely deserved a point. So like we really went back and forth and I felt like it was pretty 50-50. So, and it's only two points. <laughs> yeah, I got to go with just one. <gasps> really? Well, again, because we were going back and forth, it was tough. If it, it would, you know, if it was out of 10, I would have given it like a nine or maybe an eight. But it's only two points and we were going so back and forth. So. I'm going to give it a 1.7. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were doing points. You well, keep doing points. <laughs> I thought it was just like a number. I guess, well, 1.7 is a this number. This isn't but. Dancing with the Stars. We don't have paddle boards with just one number on each one. I actually I can think do they do points. have. Don't they do have some Dancing with Stars? Like a- No, I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have to watch <laughs> Dancing with the Stars again, you guys. Um, but yeah, I would rate it 1.7 because I think overall she was a really good boss babe. I don't know how to explain that. But like literally everybody, if she said something, everyone was following. The That's only true. time that I don't think that she was a boss babe is when she was sitting in the car because she was like, she just didn't stand up for Michael right away when she went to the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Just because like Michael made it seem like stay in the car. And so she was like, okay. I mean, I don't blame her for that. Yeah, I know. But like... And also she was respecting his choice. So, you know, she wasn't like... Again, it was that what we kind of talked about earlier with like her character. Like there were times where she realized that she needed to like remove herself from the equation or yield to a different authority. And like Mm -hmm. she was willing to do that. She wasn't going to always force her decision on somebody. Yeah. But yeah, I think overall she was very like go get them. True. And she definitely, like, she wasn't afraid to step in. Like, I think a good example is when, so there's a moment when Michael's learning how to play football for the first time. And the coach is getting frustrated because he's clearly got, like, athleticism and he can clearly shove guys over. But, like, he's just not doing the thing he's supposed to. And so quarterback's getting sacked and all this stuff. And he's just like, Michael, why aren't you getting it? And he keeps yelling at him and trying to, like, get him to understand. And then eventually Sandra Bullock's character, Leanne, comes in and she's like, yo, man. You got, you don't, you got to learn your players. Like you got to understand what makes them tick. And so she tells Michael like, Hey, you need to protect these people. And these people are your family. And she just phrases it in a different way. And then from then on, obviously he's amazing. Um, and so in that moment, like she definitely took the bull by the horns and reins and was just like, coach, sit down. You'll thank me later. And then she's like, Hey coach, it's later. It's later. Yes. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. And also when she grabbed the player, she's like, you, you. Baloompa. Yeah. This is Baloompa. You got protected. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, can go. And she like shoves him away. That was a funny part. Yeah. So she's got some good one-liners that I really like. Yeah. And she's definitely got some sass. So yeah, she definitely had some boss babe to her for sure. Yeah. So those were all the categories. But yeah, that was kind of a taste of what, um, you know, like I said, on Girl Crush Podcast, they do something very similar and we just kind of wanted to give it a try and it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was nice to have a movie that like neither Emily and I, like both, we had both seen it, but neither of us was super passionate about it. Neither of us hated it in particular. So it was a little bit different than our normal, normal shtick, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. So speaking of like sports movies, I did want to take this time to talk about sports movies in particular because there are, surprise, I don't particularly like sports but i love sports movies there are a lot of sports movies i really love number one out of all by far without a doubt hands down no a league of their own one of the best if not the best sports movies 
ever. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Oh, Emily, you have to watch it. Or maybe it. you have told me about it, but I don't remember. It's so what good. sport is it? Baseball. <laughs> Ew. Oh. See, this is the thing that I love about sports movies. Majority of them, especially the ones I like, actually pretty much all the ones I like, are based off of true stories, which is partially why I like them so much is because they're usually very inspirational. They're very heartwarming. There's some kind of underdog that overcomes the odds. You know, like, it's just like, I just love that kind of stuff. And it's based off of true events. And I love history. So I'm always like into that. Mm. Um, And A League of Their Own, while it's certainly based off of historical, it's not an exact true story. Like the characters are fictional, but the setting and the time period and like the drama is all based off of real events. So it's inspired by real events, not necessarily a true story though. Mm. So basically A League of Their Own. Um, oh, I literally grew up with that movie. It's one of my favorites. So it's about um, during World War II, all of the men left to go fight in a war and we had to cancel baseball like there were a lot of famous baseball players that became soldiers and fought in world war ii so what do we do in the meantime they ended up making a women's league for the first time and that's what they decided to do with their free time oh my gosh well they had to keep baseball going so they put together a women's league it's awesome it's exciting it's the first time women have ever played they should have done volleyball (laughs) baseball is america's sport you can't, it's World War II, it's 1940s, 1950s, like, you can't not play baseball. That's, like, America's thing. It's, it's America's pastime. It is. So, anyway. Unfortunately. That's what the movie is about. That's <laughs> that's the events that take place. And, uh, and it just kind of follows a couple, of, like, players. And it, you know, starts with their journey from being recruited all the way to, you know. And then there was talk about, you know, canceling and all this kind of stuff. <gasps> the drama. It stars Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is in it. Yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend. Like I said, I grew up with the movie. That one, I would definitely give a five out of five for rewatchability. I will watch that one same day. Guaranteed. Love that movie. Super good. So anyway, I just I had to throw that one out there as one of my absolute loves for sure. Actually, now that you say like a childhood sports movie, this just came to my mind. I totally forgot about it. Bend it like Beckham. Sports soccer movie. (sighs) Kira Knightley. Some other girl that I don't know her name who's the main character. (laughs) But basically, it's about this girl who wants to play soccer, but she is Indian and her parents don't want her to do that. And so she has to like hide the fact that she's playing soccer and she's going to soccer with Keira Knightley's character and people always see her walking with this girl and so now everybody thinks that she's a lesbian. (laughs) Oh boy. And but she's really just trying to play soccer. Uh-huh. That's all I remember. <laughs> no real events, no history, just like you know. I mean, history soccer of soccer. Beckham, they're trying okay, to bend it like yeah. Beckham. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And then obviously, she's the man. I think I have a thing for soccer movies. You do that also aren't based on historical fact. Yeah, but they're better. (laughs) (laughs) No, because the other ones I love, obviously, like Moneyball is a really good one that has Brad Pitt in it. And that one, do you know any? That's another baseball one. There's a lot of baseball ones that I like. Miracle, come on. You can't talk about sports movies and not talk about Miracle. The hockey one? Nope. (sighs) Emily. Isn't there another hockey one, though? There's got to be like a Disney Channel original movie about, oh, (gasps) Ice Princess. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh, also, this is not a movie, but it's a TV show. Make it or break it. All about gymnastics. That is a good show, man. 
So good. Not based yeah. on real events. Uh-huh. I mean, it takes place at the Olympics and things, but like obviously these aren't real people or right. characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like we're on total different <laughs> spectrums right now. See, that's the one thing about like movie genres though that I love is like we can both look at a sports genre, which we both both of us don't like sports. <laughs> and yet even within that, we're on poor opposite <laughs> ends. Yeah. Anyway, um, I do have to throw out there when there is one kind of nerdy sports movie out there that I actually hate. Emily, I'm gonna let you actually guess, and I'm gonna give you a hint. There is a. I'll give you two hints. I'll give you the sport, and I'll give you another just general hint. The sport is basketball, and the hint is that there is a new one coming out soon. Like Mike. What? No. Oh. It's got the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I I can't remember what it's called. Space <laughs> Space Jam. Jam. <laughs> okay, the only good thing that came out of Space Jam was the song. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I love Bugs. I love the Looney Tunes. Like I'm all in, but like, I don't know. There's just something I didn't grow up with it. I don't know. I I kind of think Michael Jordan's kind of boring, and like I know he's. I've a, never seen it actually. A, you've never seen Space Jam? Wow, I don't that's think surprising. So. Um, but but like Mike. <laughs> I think that's a movie about basketball. I've never heard of it. I had a DVD of it, but I don't remember anything about it. But, oh, I'm looking at Google now because I can't really remember any sports movies. Have you ever seen I, Tanya? I actually have, and I really liked that one a lot. It was yeah, really good. I love the, the <gasps> skater ones. Well, and that one's based off a true story. It yeah. is. So, oh my gosh, connection. We are building bridges. Building bridges is the goal. Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm out. Does that count as a sports movie? I guess it's Dodge a comedy sport. Oh, yeah. Like Mike is on here with Lil Bow Wow. Oh, gosh. I'm out. But just saying, Space Jam, sorry, but I hate it. What about Sandlot? <gasps> You're killing me, oh, Small. Oh, my gosh, Sand. Oh, Emily. I've never seen it. You literally brought me to my knees on my, like, you just handed me a silver platter of my childhood and nostalgia, and then you just stomped on it by saying you've never seen Sandlot. How have you not seen Sandlot? Uh, baseball. Another baseball one. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it's so good. It's such, like, a classic American movie. Like, I know. You Everybody knows it. I, I know. just know you're killing me, Smalls. And you... Ha- I don't know who says it. I don't know what don't it know, means. You don't know who Smalls is. You don't know... How, why he's saying it all i know is that i got a shirt from my friend who would always say that and it said you're killing me smalls and i got it for her because she would always say that but i was like i don't know what that means but basically here i can try and explain it to you in a brief but it'd be better if we just watched the movie sometime because it's so good it's one of my all favorites i can't believe i was talking about sports movies and bring, didn't bring up sandlot easily hands down on the same level as league of their own anyway <laughs> uh basically what, league of your own is not on a league of its own <laughs> <laughs> But don't. Um, so basically, Sandlot is the story of a young boy who comes to a new town. He wants to make friends, but he doesn't really know how. And he loves baseball, but he's just like not very good at it. <laughs> like he just is not athletic. But he ends up grouping up with this team of boys and becoming friends with them because they all play baseball just for fun. Like they don't have a league or anything, but they just play. And then it's just their summer adventures. And it's just a summer of fun with his friends. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the heart of it. And, uh, you know, obviously misadventures happen and stuff like that. But there's a point where this kid, he's kind of like, 
you know, he's new, he's kind of naive, he loves baseball, but he doesn't really know how to play. And so there are times where like the the group are just kind of like, like really small, small is his last name. That's his like, that's the main character. So that's who small is. And they just like at times get kind of frustrated with him because they're like, you just don't know anything. And you're just like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah. But anyway, so there's a point. So they become friends now. They're having a fun like hangout in the their tree house and... (laughs) one of the characters is like yo small do you want a s'more he's like oh no i'm not hungry i'm i just ate dinner and he's like no do you want a s'more he's like no i just told you i'm not hungry and he's like you're killing me smalls this is a s'more and he has to show him like you take a graham cracker and you take some chocolate and you take a marshmallow and you and, like he has to show him what a s'mores is so it's funny but that's when that's but doesn't that still make sense he's not hungry he, he wants him to have a s'more you're missing the point. You have to just watch the movie. I would rather watch The Little Rascals. Mm, nah. I mean, I've not seen The Little Rascals, but... That is a crime. Well, it's a crime that you haven't seen Sandlot, so at least we're on equal ground. Okay, well, we're going to jail now because <laughs> we haven't seen The Little Rascals or... What is it called? Oh, yeah, The Sandlot. Yeah, oh my gosh. Anyway, so there are a lot of really amazing sports movies out there, and even if you don't like sports, you can enjoy them because Emily and I clearly have wild different... We still enjoy sports movies. So Sometimes. I have to be in the right mood. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only watch them like once a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Emily, what is your life lesson from the blind side or to sports movies in general or anything we've talked about? Mm, I think my life lesson comes from the blind side. And that is to just treat everyone with kindness because you don't know like their backstory. I have two, I think. That's the first one. And then the second one is if somebody isn't like comprehending the way that you are explaining something to them, then you just need to try a different approach. Yeah. (laughs) So that is my life lesson. That's That's a really good one. That's a really good one because that speaks to multiple angles of that movie. Like there was a couple times with like the teachers, how like they thought Michael was not smart because he just like wasn't getting the homework. But in reality, he was smart, but he just needed to process verbally. And then even like with the coach and like that mm-hmm. applies in so many areas. So that's a really good life lesson. Thank you. Um, I think for me, honestly, I kind of feel like you just need to find what you're good at. Like that was something with Michael. Like it wasn't that he, I mean, yes, he was amazing at football, but more than that, like, a, like deeper than that was that he was very protective. Like he was someone who was loyal and like had protective instincts. And through that, like, that's how he kind of learned to find what he loved. And like, that's how his family learned to connect with him. That's how he learned like better communication. Like he knew what he was good at and what he was like passionate about. And he knew kind of like how, what was important to him and it was being a protective person. And so that was something that could move him forward. So find what you're good at, find what you love and just kind of lean into that. Yes. We love that. Yeah. So Emily, what's the next sports movie that you're going to watch a year from now? Ice Princess. I'm watching A League of Their Own every day. And then The Sandlot right after that every day. That's going to get really repetitive and boring. <laughs> no. They're rewatchable. They're five out of five. Well, Ice Princess and I, Tanya. Actually, I'll just watch the Olympics. Okay. Okay. <laughs>